I'm Lauren. And I'm Scott. And we're the Reedies. That's right. Reedy spelled ready. It's a pun. One I've heard my entire life. So much so that we've decided to make it a thing. Ready, ready or, or not. not. On this podcast, we'll share our journey to becoming adoptive parents while also running a business together. It may not be easy, but you can bet we're ready or not. Hello and welcome to Ready or Not Season 3, Episode 13, Where Have We Been? It's been a while. Also, we should probably change that intro three seasons later. Yep. We're, we're not just we're, talking we're, we're about due. that. We're due for yeah, a new intro. We're due. We're due. It's been a while. Sorry about that, listeners. If you're still listening, if we still have those. <laughs> We've been busy. We're tired. We're just trying to get through 2020 in the most positive way possible, which for us has meant spending a lot of time working on our business and spending time together as a family. Yes, I feel like this is a little bit of the uh, snapback from the COVID quarantine where we really slowed down and we recorded a lot of episodes and then all of that kind of came back in a good way. In a good way. But uh, has made us very busy. And there's a lot more beyond that to catch everybody up on. So Yeah, so let's just get straight right away and Iowa. immediately address our friends and family in Iowa. So they're hurting right now. Yes. More than anyone um, that we know. Big time, because on August 10th, I believe it was, a derecho storm came through. Did you know what that was, Scott? I have never heard the term. I probably said it wrong. Derecho. Maybe. Derecho. I'm sure everyone in Iowa knows what it is now. It is a land hurricane, yes. and it stayed on the ground. Uh, I say stayed on the ground. It basically, the winds were up to 110 uh, miles an hour. Uh-huh. Straight line it, winds all straight across Straight line winds for 30, 40 minutes straight. Yep. Um, it destroyed all of Cedar Rapids, uh, and, trees down. And a lot of Des Moines, too, where and I'm Des Moines, from, which yeah. is both of where Lauren and I are from, Des Moines and for me and Cedar Rapids for her. And we've seen pictures from our whole past. Oh, my gosh. You know, we came up in the in the Facebook era, started right when we were in college. And so we have a lot of friends with that are still in Des Moines that we all grew up with and went to high school with. Or Cedar Rapids, yeah. And they're hurting. Yeah. Um, Des Moines was hit pretty hard and sort of gave Cedar Rapids warning, but not very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there were meteorologists that were tracking the storm as early as um, that morning uh, mm-hmm. because it really built up as it went on. Your brothers had trees fall in their backyard, but not on their house. Yep. Didn't hit the house, didn't hit the garage, fell in like the perfect places to not do that. Yep. But, uh, and they lost power for a bit, uh-huh. a, a day or two. Yep. Um, some people in Cedar Rapids, as of recording this, are still without power. Which and brings me to my next thing. We need eight days later, yeah. to thank the folks who are on the ground. So our linemen. Yeah, the electricians and all the people that do and that women, stuff. And women, I suppose. Yeah. I, that's just that's the term. That's what they call them. They're like crews from all over the country, in addition to crews that are right from the area and, who had damage to their own homes that are putting up poles and getting the electricity turned back on. Yeah, and as I thought about that, this seems to happen every time there's a major storm is every time all of these people, these electricians and electrical workers from all over regionally come in to help. And that's an especially big ask during the COVID era, especially because they're coming from hotspots or places or going where into or going, going into, into places right. where everything is kind of in disarray. I mean, I just think it's, it's a, it's a, Always a big ask and even a bigger ask right now. Yeah, so. and, and so I, I think we've termed 2020 as the, the year of unsung heroes between um, our frontline workers, uh, many of which who are making minimum wage, who are, you know, scanning our groceries and, and bagging our groceries, to the healthcare workers and the folks who are considered essential 
And then you add a disaster like this on top of it. And mm-hmm. the folks who are on the ground removing trees, um, putting tarps on rooftops that were destroyed, chainsaw. <laughs> what do you call those people? <laughs> people working with chainsaws. I yeah. mean, basically construction crew members. There are so many people who before 2020, we did not appreciate the level with which we should have. Well, and, and even to go to the next level in a disaster, it's all the people who are feeding and clothing and giving shelter to people who have lost homes, who have had trees fall on their homes, who their houses were just like blown down. Right. Um, and there was, there was some of that too. I, I'm hearing from friends on the ground that there are parts of Cedar Rapids that are unrecognizable mm-hmm. from what we knew as kids. Yeah. I um, mean, those winds are stronger than, tor- than some tornadoes. Yeah. And, and it was like a tornado for 30 or 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, traumatizing, I would imagine, for many people. And now the next time it rains or storms, they're going to have some PTSD. So the hardest part, though, is that any other year, any other time in my life, I would already be up there. Mm-hmm. This is a, a part of my life, right? Like, like It's a part of me. Cedar Rapids is where I grew up. It was formative for me. Um, and to see all of these folks that I know that are hurting, like just I just want to hop in. But I can't because all the things that are happening back at home. Mm-hmm with the business, with COVID and the risks of me going up there with a kid and the fact that our son just started school this week. So there's all kinds of things that we've been trying to do remotely. And that's why we're talking about it on our podcast. If you haven't heard about it, I hope that you've heard about it by now. But if you yeah. haven't, just I, look up Cedar Rapids Derecho, Dureco, Dureco, that sounds right. I don't know. Maybe. I, and Someone I will, will say, tell me. I will say the other part of it is... Um, it's a Mr. Rogers thing is in a disaster. Look for the, look for the helpers, look that's for people what, helping. That's what I always and do. And we have seen people on our Facebook, you know, groups yep. who are just from the area that didn't have any impact, who are loading up U-Hauls full of stuff they bought from Costco. Gives me goosebumps. And driving it down in to yeah. distribute people. And, and I've dropped a, a couple of, you know, $20 here and $20 there into some friends Venmo accounts who I know are out uh, doing that very thing. And, it's small, but it's it's little ways we can help from a distance. And, of course, getting the word out. And this week's Feel Good Friday on Forever Ready is going to focus on how people can help Cedar Rapids. So uh, I can't wait to get up there whenever that is and help however we can. But it just can't be right now, given mm-hmm. all that's going on. And, and I'm sure that everybody in Cedar Rapids feels the same way. There's so much going on. Just pile it on, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been one of those people that sees a year as, like, a victim of a year. But... 2020 can <laughs> it's certainly yeah, trying real hard. It's trying really, really hard. So um, our love sends to those in Cedar Rapids, especially obviously those in Des Moines and, and on all across the state of Iowa who've lost things that are dear to them. But I think that's the thing to talk about too is things. Um, there was life lost in this storm. Very few lives mm-hmm. lost in this storm. Um, we hope that the aftermath doesn't result in more death from lack of access to water and electricity and those kinds of things. But Cedar Rapids needs our love and support right now mm-hmm. in any way that you can. So um, I know we've got a couple active and, and loyal listeners that are impacted by all of this and, and just know that we're there and we're, we're there in spirit. Mm-hmm. And it kills me, especially that I can't be there in person and give you a hug. On that note, we've been through a lot. We got a lot to catch everybody up on. Mm-hmm. How about you say we just dive right in? Okay, where do we start? Max, where we always start. Max has started <laughs> 2K at school, which 
meant he moved, we moved him schools. That was our decision, not theirs, but we have decided to send him to a Spanish speaking school. Bilingual. Spanish immersion school. So hola is my, well, I knew how to say hola before he started, but I'm, we're both doing, what is that app? Duolingo. Duolingo. Um, I love a good like app that counts your streaks. (laughs) I mean, you've all heard about my time hop. So I like it. This is a great app because we're going to be able to compete for how many days in a row we learn Spanish. Mm Mm-hmm. Just trying to keep up, and I'm sure he'll learn faster than us because he's in it all day, every day. Last yesterday, he said adios as he was leaving, and I was like, I know what that means. I didn't even think to say it that way. One day, and you're already (laughs) one day, you're already speaking Spanish. But here's the other thing about that is, um, I wouldn't say that it was a tough decision for us to make. Um, It it was tough for us to maybe pull him out of his other school. Mm -hmm. Um, It was it was a thoughtful decision in whether we sent him in the first place. And I think the reason why we went ahead and, and decided to send him to school is because he was already attending and it was going well. Mm-hmm. And we have tremendous trust in the staff and in his teachers and in the, um, you know, the owner of the center mm-hmm. that they are doing everything within their power to be safe. Yeah. He has a small class. Uh, seven kids. Seven kids. So. Um, Just feels like that's, I mean, again, one of the things we've said throughout this process is make the best information with the, make the best decision with the information you have at the time mm-hmm. and don't look back. Uh, so that's where we're at with that. And it's, it's great for all of us. It's yes. great for all of us. Max is really energized. I think that he's getting like a lot of busy work yeah. in a good way. And we're getting productive in the office because we have from essentially 830 to 430 every day, which is not our usual speed. Yes, we usually have a couple more hours on each end uh, to get things done. But to that end, we got to do our first like First day of school photos. Oh my gosh. On the front steps, Lauren. I was weepy. I mean, like seriously, I was weepy all weekend. But here's the thing. I have always loved first day of school photos. Mm-hmm. Like even back before I wanted to be a parent, I just thought they were so cute. Yeah, I, you used to I always, always comment on people's like, hey, I yeah. love your first day of school Please photos. Keep Please them keep coming. them coming. I'm never going to say don't do that. I love it. I always am the person that hearts it when that became a feature on Facebook. I mm-hmm. hearted everyone's first day of school photos because it's just like, New beginnings and the excitement of a school year and the fact that you got to go school su- supply shopping, which was different in COVID, but uh, everything's different right now. But mm-hmm. it was really fun to participate. Also, they're getting younger and younger when this becomes a thing, right? Like sure. 2K, what was that when we were kids? Yeah, I don't know. Was, I feel like we just, just went to daycare we, until... Well, daycare, and then at some point you started preschool, but... Yeah, maybe just, when you're like three or four, but whatever. 2K is a thing, and that's yeah. what we're excited about, and he did great. Um I want to give a huge shout out to all the teachers who have no choice to do anything but teach in person. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a shout out to the teachers who are doing virtual learning. <laughs> and the ones who blend. And the ones who are doing both. <laughs> and I want to also give a shout out to any of the teachers who have opted out this school year. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what the decision was, we already shouted out parents who had to make these decisions in, mm-hmm. in the past Um but teachers are also stuck in the middle between, you know, choosing for their own family and safety versus choosing for the students that they, you know, that they teach and that they love. So mm-hmm. it's a tough year all around for students and teachers and parents. And I think we just all have to trust each other and move forward and make decisions weekly. <laughs> like yeah. literally, we can't plan much further than that. Mm-hmm. But that's where we are. That's where we are. And we're super happy with how it's going so far. Um, that leads into business, which is just absolutely crazy right now. And we're going to spend a whole episode talking about why it's crazy, but how about we update the team, the listeners, 
Yeah. So uh, business has been uh, a great snapback. We're busy again. Our team is a little bit smaller than it was before, not by our choice, but by the other, the people who have left's choice. Um, and we're growing a new service line. And we're growing a new service line. So we have our regular projects and we're adding more. Uh, the COVID time has led to a big increase in the live event space. Yep. And that live is, and virtual. And that is an, an area that I have a lot of experience in and our company has some experience in. We've been doing live for since like 2017 or something. Yeah. But it was kind of an add-on here or there. We kind of thought it would be a fad, to be honest. Yeah. But we just wanted to try it. Yeah, we wanted it. to have it. There was an easy platform we had. Now we've you know kind of built on it. It's like what we're that. only what we're doing right now. Most it's, of our work is... Yeah, well, it's either doing or training videos, <laughs> live events, or producing content that will also go on live events, yeah, or training videos. Like yeah, that's training pretty videos. much what we've got across the board. So, so, what we'll get more into detail in the in the next episode about how this is happening. But essentially, I looked at Scott one day when we were in the office, just the two of us, and I was like, "What does this look like? Like, what is this? What are we doing? I feel stressed out because I don't know how to do rewind. I know how to do the tech side. It just mm-hmm. stresses me out. I am sure. a creative first. You are a tech first, a yes. techie first. And and I said, what is our BHAG here? And you said, we start a new service line. It's Forever Ready Live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like it. Okay. Oh, for those of you who are listening, a BHAG is a big, hairy, audacious goal. Yes. Scary. It's scary. That's scary. Mm-hmm. A whole new business that may involve like growing a team to run that side of it. Right. Um, and just having like the production side that does what we do now, but then also a team that is the technical either exclusively live does live or does live and production. We don't yeah. really know how that's going to shake out. We're not out, sure but. how it's going to shake out, but that was, that was like a month ago. And, um, two weeks ago we sat in the, uh, spare bedroom of our house and planned it out. And mm-hmm. the following Monday had our first contract. And now we have, I don't know what, six, uh, uh, several. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk more about that in the next episode, but that is why we have not sat down to do a recording mm-hmm. after bedtime because we get to after bedtime and we're tired. <laughs> or we've been doing a lot of late night working that Put Max to bed and continue working yeah, together. Yeah. So. It's fun. I do have to say that to our mm-hmm. listeners. It's really fun to, to plan this out and, and dream. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've been doing a lot of discussion together yeah. and how we build it out and, you know, mini business plans, things yep. like that. And, so. and the episode after this next one will be all about our saboteurs, which I'll explain a little bit, but that was a piece that we learned in the process of being together is how to communicate and how we individually like sabotage our own thoughts and how that impacts other people. Yes. Boom, boom. There's a teaser. Mm-hmm. Another monumental moment is that my mom turned 60 in quarantine. I'm sure she'd be real happy that you just told everyone how old she she's was. so doesn't <laughs> look she, 60. She I looks know. like she's like 40. I hope I age as <laughs> wonderfully as she has. So we had planned to um, take her to Rome for her 60th birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were going to plan it in February and March and going to plan it for August or September because that's a little bit slower time in Rome. Well, funny thing is COVID shut all that down. And even if we wanted to travel right now, we couldn't because we're banned from countries. Mm -hmm. Like we cannot go to Europe. So that's neat. Um, But I did use that Cameo app and get her a message from one of her favorite housewives. I don't know. I'm saying I don't know because I don't watch the show, but Roni, for anybody who's listening. Real Housewives from New York. Yeah, she was. I learned that this weekend. That was not prior knowledge. (laughs) She cried and she thought it was the coolest birthday present she's ever gotten. So I'm not sure we even need to take her to Rome now. So thank you, um, COVID. 
But that was cool and monumental. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I felt like happy birthday, the, the mom. The birthday, not the Roni thing. She thought that was monumental. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I also don't get super excited by famous people. So it's not something that I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. But she loved it. That's mm -hmm. what matters most. So that's a cool little personal note. Yeah. So, and then uh, kind of back to the, on the business side, uh, our expansion to Chicago that we talked about last time we had an episode uh, is going well. They're doing projects. They're working through it. They're starting to see like we might be profitable. Yeah. We might be able to cover our costs, which is always the good milestone to always, get to business. Always. So kudos to Charlie and Allison. Yeah. Just cranking it out. They've really just been like just pushing ahead, even when it feels impossible. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we might have a week or two that feels impossible. And then the next week, it's like all of those things have been, those voids have been filled. And so mm -hmm. I always say that it goes back to a combination of hard work and faith, because I think if you drive toward, or if you march towards what your goal is with the right intentions, it has a way of working out. It also takes hard work, but mm -hmm. I think there's a combination of those things is why it's working in the middle of a pandemic. So kudos to Charlie and Allison for kicking butt right now. For sure. And if you know anyone in Chicago who wants video work, or Memphis. Or but, Memphis, you know. but Chicago would be great. Or yeah. the Midwest, actually. Just bake, That's like a sweeping. Yeah. Let's do that. The Midwest, <laughs> if you would like any video content. Or you want to talk about a virtual event. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people. We don't even have to be on site for this many virtual events. I know. We figured this it's, out, which is kind of crazy. We can like help from a distance, which is amazing and crazy. So another update is that we're exhausted. <laughs> I mean, who just, isn't? Just being real, yeah. Who isn't? Mm -hmm. um, but that's why you haven't been hearing from us. We're not fighting. <laughs> yeah. We're not like in a bad place in our marriage or any of those things that might you might wonder when you stop hearing from us. It's literally a case of we're just too tired to record in fact we're recording right now in the forever ready studios during the day yeah because that is how we felt we needed to actually do to, to get it to get a podcast out so yeah. but just want to be real of like it is exhausting we have been running a thousand miles an hour that i feel like a lot of people have is all this restarts it's like oh we got to catch up from all that stuff that we didn't do or and catch up slower. with a new mindset about mm -hmm. how to catch up appropriately without risking your own personal health and mm -hmm. safety. So it's just like just a, everything takes more brain power. Yeah. We talk about this a lot of how we have this. It takes a lot more work to get the same result we had before. And so it just feels hard right now. <laughs> we're like stretching again. Yeah, you're right. We talked about that like a year ago now, but it was like we're stretch we were stretching into the role as parents and business owners. And I think that's and part of this is everybody's yeah. going to come into this year, come out of this year being like, "Whew." Yeah. Okay, we all need like a collective high five or something. Yeah, hopefully 2021 feels super easy after this. <laughs> I don't know. We'll come out changed people. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. We know times are tough, and it's difficult to navigate what's happening right now in the world, in our communities, sometimes even in our own homes. But guess what? We still have to tell stories. We might do it a little bit differently than we have in the past, but that's why Forever Ready Productions is here to help you get through this time and remember to inspire hope through video. Find out more information at foreverreadyllc.com. Isn't that nice? Forever Ready Production sponsors this podcast. What nice people. Wow, they're so great. We are eternally <laughs> grateful. <laughs> There's a little laugh for you. Okay, a new update. We are going camping. Yes. Well, we we have gone camping. I know, but like this is a bigger deal because we're like going to stay this time regardless of how bad it goes. 
Okay. <laughs> Lauren made that promise. Um, we got a new tent. We did. We got a bigger tent. We have a little bit better sense of since we did it last time. So, you know, it's just iterating a little bit. <sighs> yes. But, uh, but it also gives us something to look forward to because yeah. we can't do a lot right now. We've yep. been exploring a lot around us. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I brought up camping is we've been doing like, you know, driving a certain distance to go hiking or to go kayaking or yeah like some day like just day trip yeah we've been doing day trip stuff we've been exploring what's around us which i'm sure a lot of folks have been like becoming tourists in their own area um we We went we went boating with our next door neighbors we went boating we went to um, mountain view arkansas and Mm -hmm. saw some waterfalls Mm -hmm. flew the drone legally um we've just been doing some adventure outdoorsy things so there's a positive to come out of the uh Mm-hmm. The negative of the fact that we don't feel like we're ready to fly as a family yet, and yeah. um, and Max has decided he loves hiking. He does. If when we say he we're going to go, <laughs> we're going to go hiking. He's like all about it. He, now he loves being outside, loves being in the woods. Doesn't always like walking, but sometimes he does. Yeah, I mean, the you first know. time we did it, he walked a whole mile by himself, and mm-hmm. then we we're like, oh my gosh, that little boy has small legs for a mile. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we also have a hack, ha, 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 a hiking backpack that we use if we know we're gonna, you know, doing some treacherous stuff. But yeah. or dad's shoulders, <laughs> or dad's shoulders. Um, but it's been fun. We've been mm-hmm. capturing all those those moments, of course, because why else would I? I just I have to capture it. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna have all these memories. Speaking of Max, though, is anyone else's two-year-old not sleeping well right now? Oh, the sleep thing, man. It's like a nightly struggle. Yep. yep. I, I feel like we've been very lucky with Max's sleep. I know. That's why I feel bad complaining. Like, but, you slept yeah. from six weeks on. He slept through the night. And we were like, yeah. what did we do? And we didn't do anything except... Yeah, he's just a chill kid, I guess. I don't know. But <sighs> we're... I mean, he's... He's making lots of noise. He does not oh. want to be alone in the room. He screams like like he's uh, missing a limb. Yeah, it's so. And loud. then he just gets up and runs around his room because he wants to play. Yeah, so we've we've he'll um, dance, he'll read books, he'll throw stuff. He he's just, back in the like we got it. We got the baby bed still set up, and he he was by the way he was sleeping in the big boy bed fine, mm-hmm. like totally fine for two months, three months maybe. Yeah. Whenever we got that, he was fine. Yeah, he'd run around a little bit, but we'd be like, "All right, go to bed." He'd, he'd eventually like, go to the bed and it'd be fine. Yeah. But now he screams the second the door is closed. If he does fall asleep, it's on the floor next to the door, the door to block the door. So I have to like scoot. Which him we back. googled to make sure that wasn't cruel that we would let him <laughs> stay there, and apparently it's normal um, from someone on Google. And yeah. then uh, I think that the last two weeks we've we've been doing back to the baby bed. Um, so we're regressing a little bit, and there's probably a lot going on. I mean, he may be feeling like our stresses of all that's going on, and then the changing environment that was coming and now is here, but. Yeah. Oh, geez. I mean, like literally I used just, to look forward to bedtime, not because I was done with Max, but because it was fun and sweet and we'd pray and we'd read books and, you know, he'd hug me and say, I love you, mommy and all that. And now it's just like a fight every night. Whining, screaming, all that stuff. <laughs> so um, we had to share that because it's really monumental. Yep. Um, But like most people, uh, we're just trucking along. I, I, I do think we need a date night. Yeah. So this is one thing I was going to like throw out here is like, how has anyone figured out how to do date night in the in COVID? Yeah. I don't, we don't even know. You know I mean, I suppose there are restaurants that are outdoor and like have seating, but like who watches your kids? Yeah. When we, we did talk to our neighbors, we've been talking about lining up like us watch their kid while they go out and then they watch our kid while we go out. Yeah. And like even just being in the house while he's sleeping. Right. Would be enough. 
but it's just hard. Cause it's hard because you're like, do I want this person in my house? Because yeah. like no one's really been in our house. Or like the people who have been in our house are not the people I would ask to babysit him because they're dealing with their own like level of crazy right now. Mm-hmm. So that's hard. Yeah. If you're listening, how on earth do you have a date if night? If you figured it out, let us know. Because like here's the thing. <laughs> we'll share with the I group. want to be fed some by someone else. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weird. I want someone else to to make the food and serve it to us. I want to be able to order a fancy cocktail or drink a bottle or two of wine and um, share a bottle or two. Of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really <laughs> nailing it with this description. And I just want some time away from the house. Because like you could say like have a date night at home. No, I'm tired of home. Okay, thank you for the suggestion. <laughs> Next, please. I would like some little bit of normalcy. Uh, mm. And you know we haven't been out to eat uh, yet in in your normal way, but we have been on a patio or two. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the route some we take. Distance patios. But I just it's on. been a while since we've had a fancy meal with like a fancy bottle of wine or fancy cocktail and. I, the other weekend I dressed up for, we had like a friend over for social distance outside dinner. And I was like, did you notice that I dressed up and you didn't because you were like, you know, doing a hundred other things. Making the dinner. Probably <laughs> making the dinner. <laughs> I was trying to be cute for you and you were grilling, but nonetheless, we need a date night. So mm-hmm. we'd love to hear your suggestions, listeners, on what you do and or think we should do. Yeah. We'll share with the group if you have ideas. <laughs> I guarantee you your parents are like, we'll come down. Oh, yeah. You I'm can sure leave. Mm-hmm. We'll watch Max, mm-hmm. um, which that's great. We'll take you up on that offer as well. Yeah, so. we'll plan on that. All right. Well, that is it for this episode. We just really wanted to spend some time catching everybody up to what we've been up to and why you haven't heard from us. And I also think that it's fair to say that we're going to have maybe one or two more episodes this season, and we'll probably have to call it end of season three because mm-hmm. of the way that this year has gone who knows but right now we have two more on tap we'll get through episode 15 and and maybe reevaluate in the fall but we just wanted to touch base because we just kind of ghosted there for a second which is very yep. millennial of us just got busy it got busy yep. and next week we're going to be talking about saboteurs um which are things that can uh ruin your thoughts internally ruin your progress make you not be your best self and as we learned Mm -hmm. about each other can sometimes interfere with the communication in your marriage and your business yes as always comments questions feedback at readyornotpodcast.com and we'll see you next time here on ready or not This podcast was recorded inside the Forever Ready Productions studio. Produced by me, Lauren Reedy. Graphic design by Brody Kuhar. We'll see you next time here on Ready or Not.